All right, everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This is an idea my buddy Ed here and I had a few years back, really going on to um, go over the original show of Transformers and really go into it episode by episode and kind of see if there's any sort of trap of nostalgia. We have any, if we have any sort of, uh, if it still holds up nowadays. And uh, Ed here, he's familiar with the, the uh, franchise been a casual viewer, been that guy who I, I know what it is. I knew Optimus Prime is, I knew Starscream is, but he has other interests as well. Me, I'm the fanatic. I always have been. I've watched all the shows, you know, collected all the toys, and uh, pretty much been that way no matter how bad or how good they are. So uh, that's really what we're doing here. We're going through the show episode by episode from the beginning. And uh, Let's see if this uh, gives us some good starting points, some other ideas and other broad subjects we want to go into. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell us about your background and your uh, your interests. Yeah, I'm Ed. Uh, I'm To be honest, I'm not much of a fan of Transformers and wasn't really when I was a kid. Um, uh, if you want some background as to why, I got the toys when they came out. I was right in that age, but I was a G.I. Joe guy. And, and a Star Wars guy. And when I got, uh, I think the first Transformer I got was, you're probably going to have to help me out here. He was a jet. He was purple and black. Skywar. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that was the dude. <laughs> um, and so I got him and uh, my best friend got uh, Soundwave, who to this day is still one of the coolest toys of all time, even though I'm not a huge fan. Transformers guy, I still think that that toy is absolutely a banger. Uh, <laughs> Skywarp, on the other hand, was not, and I could never get him to transform right. You had to put fists on him, and that, like that, the head would never sit correctly. And you just basically you took him apart and you put him back together as a robot. And uh, you know, he didn't move; like he had real limited shoulder articulation, and legs didn't move, and. Uh, yeah, and, and I was I was like, well, this is this is this is it. This is what this is what we have here. And um, uh, I, I was kind of a, a nerd for scale back then. I was always disappointed in the fact that the Millennium Falcon wasn't the right size for Star Wars figures, and so Transformers just infuriated me because like here's one car that's tiny, and here's another car that's should be the same size but he's big and then here's a jet that's the same size as a car and uh I, yeah it, it just it, it, it even at seven years old i was no i wasn't having this stuff it was it was very it was it was infuriating so um and i i i, I don't somehow i sort of missed the cartoon um i i would catch an episode here and there but it wasn't must see viewing um I was like, again, I was a G.I. Joe guy and had to watch every episode of G.I. Joe and Robotech, um, Masters of the Universe were my, those were my big things around that time, the mid 80s uh, stuff. And Transformers kind of fell, every, I mean, every now and then I would, I'd find something that I would like Perceptor. I was a big fan of Perceptor for some reason. I had to have, I had to have that dude. Um, but at the time I had no other, no other Transformers. So I had, just a transforming microscope so I, I don't i don't know i don't know what the point of that was so uh yeah that so that that's my relationship with transformers is basically that and i, I think everything i know about it really i know from uh osmosis from you 
<laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> we're actually one week out of the premiere of the original episode 38 years ago. So uh, I can honestly say I've grown up with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was around the same time as you were. I, I watched G.I. Joe along with it. I had this like afternoon block, so I'd watched a lot. You know, there was uh, I wasn't really the Robotech guy. You know, you were. So there's there was a kind of a competition for I don't know the uh, the toy dollars and the viewing dollars for kids that, back then, and uh, we either either one way or the other. And so yeah, I mean, I I remember my first Transformer was got it at Sears when Sears sold toys back you know years ago. The Dude, that Charger. was magic. Yeah, <laughs> Windcharger. Who, who, who was Windcharger? Uh, he is a. Uh, God, I think he's he's an old. Uh, people are gonna uh, roast me for this. I think it's Camaro mini car. Had the you know that 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 back window had that had that that slat uh, metal slat uh, back window. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, yeah. Because um, this is one thing I do know about Transformers is that uh, I, I I think those were repurposed toys from uh, racers, like, yeah. my. my yeah, penny racers. Yeah, they yeah, were, they were basically like, penny racers. Yeah, yeah, with uh, from Microman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microman, okay, okay. Yeah, Microman, Microchange. You had um, Diaclone. Diaclone. And, well, because see, I was a Micronauts yeah. guy. Uh, ironically, I was a big Micronauts guy <laughs> before sense, Transformers though, came out, that, and, yeah. which uh, is a little more like weirdo sci-fi than uh, than Transformers, mm-hmm. I think, and which kind of appealed to me even as a as a young kid. I was still like proto heavy metal magazine type, oh, yeah. type of uh, type of stuff so and that's uh no, I completely that's uh I, I get what you're saying that the the scale has pissed off people for all 38 years still does <laughs> that's good, good yeah know. yeah man um you know i i, I love sound wave as well uh, i think i have all the years of growing up with this and you were kind of on the outskirts of it. you were you were aware of it you just weren't that into it which is completely right. fine there's we grew up in a magical time of toys and shows there was never a shortage of any of it no 30 so, minute toy commercials that was yeah, uh, the, the best way to grow thanks. up <laughs> i guess thanks reagan <laughs> <laughs> at, least, so, at least he did one good thing right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh episode one episode one man um i gotta say oh. i i know you're a huge aesthetic fan so going into those uh those painted uh scenescapes from uh for cybertron is like right in there what you what you love it reminds that me intro. Of, dude asimov covers that that's... <laughs> that intro it's straight up airbrushed uh oh, fan art and i love it's it fantastic. it's lasers and uh like shimmering chrome and uh, i <laughs> absolutely just put it in my veins i love it yeah deep space um, sounds you know that's stuff i love <laughs> it man i used to hate it when i was younger thinking it was this is dumb but it, it's so good now I guess yeah, that, that, get... intro, that intro is great. Um, th- there was a really cool thing where uh, they, they did that really cheap animation effect where they just took two of the same painting yeah. of stars and moved them over each other <laughs> to do a kind of a, a kind of a star field thing. And I, I really appreciate it. I like that. It works. A lot. I, I, it did. It did. That was a uh, Sunbow animation to that. It was, they had a huge amount of um, shows under their belt, you know, including GI Joe. You had, yeah, they did GI Joe. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, you had a, uh, God. So yeah, we we, we, <laughs> we come into the uh, the episode, the first episode, and we're told the uh, the narrator, narrator tells us the story of the Autobots and the Decepticons back in the in the far off planet of Cybertron, and we see Cybertron, and there was, you know, there was a really we we just assume that they had this uh, this war, so the war drained all the energy, and, and that's it works fine because 
you got to remember that during this time in America, we were dealing with with an energy crisis. Well, at the world actually, I would say, we came in late in the mid to late seventies. We had an energy crisis, which really affected the way we thought about things. So, to go into a to a planet, you know, who's has energy resources depleted because of this ongoing war. I mean, that's a good read, point. I mean, read, no, read, no, read I, I never thought it. of it. No, yeah. I never thought of that. That's that's, that's a good point, though. Um, what I was going to say, though, is that um, uh, since this is really like the first time that I've ever really delved into this series, I, I'm kind of approaching it from two directions at, at one time. I'm looking at it how I would have liked it as a kid and what I think about it now. So I'm going to kind of split those opinions on everything. Um, Which cool, man. Uh, it, I mean, I think I think that's fair. I, I don't think that, that you know these these are things that were made for children, and I think that you have to that, you know you have to look, approach it with a child's eye. But the Mech Planet, uh, kids' eye, adult eye, completely cool. I'm totally down with the Mech Planet. Um, it uh, it had re- this really bizarro, uh, like grim dark thing where you know giant plates of of stuff and it you know all this uh, mechanical stuff underneath that and you know it looked like it went down like hundreds of levels all the way to the to the core like it wasn't even a, like it it doesn't look like a planet that's covered in tech it looks like a, just made of tech all the way down to the core mm-hmm. of the planet which i think is which i think is pretty cool um so that's actually um, i was gonna say that that's actually kind of what they go they build on later on the show like Things have been lost because they built outward. So, like, it's maybe oh, okay. it started smaller and they built outward with it. So, there's a lot to that. It gives you a lot of, um, you know, people say, well, I heard about years ago, that millions of years ago, there's this legend that down in the lower depths, there's these people give a lot of comic book um, ideas, give a lot of uh, later TV show ideas, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, what you read there is pretty much right. They're on the outskirts or they're on the they built out to where they are now. So just layer upon layer yeah. of, uh, oh, yeah. that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Um, so th- the gas they get here is, uh, it's a bunch of fluorescent light tubes. Yeah. And I-, I thought that was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I-, I don't know what they do with them, but, uh, but uh, apparently it's very important. I'm led to believe it's important. So <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the mug I'm, uh, um, as a kid, I-, I would have thought that was cool because when I, uh, like when my stepdad was changing out like fluorescent light tubes, I of course probably would have taken them and played transformers in the backyard and, and eaten and glass. Them. Yeah, right, man. And breathe, yeah, breathing so. all the, all the cancer. Yeah. Uh, right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was cool. Um, so who is it? That's, uh, there, there's some dudes on a, on a mission here to well, steal yeah, you, 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 white tubes. Who is this? Yeah. So you first have Bumblebee, which, is Bumblebee, one of those yeah, characters Bumblebee. who is who's lived on through all the incarnations, and then you have Wheeljack. Now, the funny thing I was watching this, and we we commented last time we were talking about this, where they like they always seem to break a rear axle somehow, and we assume there's they're hover cars, right? Right, but it's like at, at some point, like a tire flew off. Yeah, I, I think, and it, like somebody lost, somebody threw, somebody threw a wheel, and there is like a hover, yeah. like a hover car. They don't even have well, anything. So I thought not, that, like I, I always kind of assume they're hover cars. I'll be honest with you, man. I've watched this show how many times over the last thirty-eight years, so I was like kind of watching really closely. And um, Bumblebee takes a tumble, flips over, and you see wheels right. underneath there. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I was wrong. Oh, I, oh you did see wheel? Oh, yeah, I, I should have. I, I it's, it's, like it's a one frame. Like, oh, okay, oh. Well, there you go. Oh well, mystery solved. Um, exactly. So you know, the uh, the other thing, and this bothered me as a kid when, when I saw, I would see clips of this also, um, was the 
and, and I understand, like as an adult, I understand you know the need for standardized character designs. But when these dudes are robots on Cybertron, they have parts of like the Earth cars on them already that mm-hmm. like from where they transform. So like, yeah. but then they transform into into like a Cybertron car and they don't have, they don't look like a, a Volkswagen or a, or a Porsche or what, whatever they yeah. are like the And the, the jets do the same thing. The jets, um, you know, they have like F 15 parts on them. They have like F 15 intakes and wings and, yeah. and like a nose cone and stuff, but then they turn into like this, like Babylon five looking spaceship when they, when they transform. And yeah, I mean, that's... I'm like, ah, I'm like, uh, like <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that stickler, that, that, you know, that, that kid stickler in me but uh, i don't i don't know i don't know about this man um yeah that uh yeah why do they have why do they have seats in those cars when they turn it into a car why do they have seats um nice should we table that for, we'll table that good. one they like the uh the aesthetics inside man okay all right fair enough okay so um yeah honestly there, there's so many things they just had to put into the uh, what would be in the I guess the the toy. It's it's a it's a toy commercial. Let's not ever forget that. I, it's right. one of the things that we always kind of laugh at each other. We get so serious in the fandom. But yeah, you always want to ask us questions. I tell you what is cool yeah. though is that uh, so they they're they're running away with these uh, light tubes and they run into the jets and mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's Starscream throws a fire lasso at them yeah traps these dudes in a fire lasso <laughs> man how cool dude how cool is that man that's that's what I'm talking about um, so they they, yeah. they fight they run away and then uh, uh, the one guy goes overdrive which i i got a big laugh out Jack, of yeah overdrive but then he doesn't go any faster he just keeps going the same speed and then so the the the, the uh man you're the decepticons well i mean that's what that's, <laughs> that's that's what i'm doing here yeah. um so these jets turn into jets and then they're like oh we'll never catch them and they just give up immediately even though yeah. they're, they're spaceships and they can't go faster than this uh this car um yeah, that's uh, that's something I only would have caught as an adult. So that's, yeah, and that's uh, the thing that's um, um, there's and the, the show starts with really no gray areas. It's good versus evil, black and white. Um, it, it really throws out the idea that the Autobots are noble and good, and the Decepticons are evil. Which you know, whatever. It's we um, I, I laugh though that first scene where they show shoots the fire lasso. It has voice actors saying lines for the wrong character. And there's other like random painted characters in there, so you can tell it's like, okay, this is what we're doing. We're gonna, we're gonna make this episode, and we'll figure it out later. And but they kind of <laughs> figured it out by like halfway through the episode. So yeah, anyways, he throws it at him. He, I guess, does a little fan blades. He's like cuts through the, the fire or something. He blows the fire. Blows yeah, the fire out with yeah. yeah. Why does why does he have those things, dude? Um, because you, you need that on that. They look just in case. The little James just Bond. in case, man. Maybe he has Gadget, to go through the yeah. water sometimes. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, but, and they they make it back. I love how he says, "Well, they're going underground." And he obviously is not underground. He goes not underground. This yeah. is the base. Yeah, the, the, the Legion of Doom looking base. And then, <laughs> but but who but who's creeping outside of that base though? My main man, Soundwave. There, looking he, like he, he's well, turned he, into like a power line. He was like a like a power line or no, like, like a, a street light or something like that. It's like a security and, thing. Like you know, there's another one on the other side that looks exactly like yeah. Him. He's yeah, he looks like, off- yeah. Well, he's a little off color because you know when they did that in you know, cartoons, they they had to tell the animation department this piece right here is going to be so it's going to be a little lighter brown than the rest of the brown oh, yeah. here. Oh so no, yeah, yeah, off- you can tell. Yeah, yeah, you can totally tell. And uh, he's cool. He's cool though, and he's got that 
awesome robot voice like he's in a uh like he's from like the egyptian lover like remember that, <laughs> that, remember that, remember that dude <laughs> he sounds like egyptian lover um and then uh you know he ejects a tape it turns into it turns yeah. into a, a robot bird which is pretty cool um yeah and, uh, and yeah then he goes and spies um and yeah it catches some stuff at some point that they uh, here they cut to the decepticons and starscream is uh talking to megatron um i, I know who megatron is uh oh do you i do um <laughs> but Star- so but like starscream's like openly scheming against megatron <clears throat> this dude has no like he has no shame in the- the fact that he's trying to like take over the, yeah, the Decepticons. It's the first like, of two times this episode he has that, which is great. It, it is constant through the whole episode. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Everyone tells him, like, you, you dude, no chance. But uh, hey, good, so, good luck. A, a, as a side note, um, yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot about voice actors, but um, mm-hmm. uh, because I think the voice actors, you, should, you shouldn't notice them, I think is kind of my, like, if, if, if I don't mm-hmm. think, of, think about the voice actors, then they're doing a good job, I think mm-hmm. is how i feel uh is starscream the same dude that does Cobra commander? commander yeah Cobra Chris commander, same guy okay yeah okay uh he, um, he passed away um kind of recent years I'm, i can't think of when he did but yeah chris lotta okay. he always has that voice that identifiable voice now i mean megatron's frank welker frank welker's done a lot of disney stuff i mean he mm-hmm. played the the voice of animals mostly you know oh, uh yeah. abu from um the uh animated um aladdin yeah that was him. Oh, that's that's he played a monkey voice. Yeah, Frank that's Walker. Him. Okay, Frank Walker. Yeah, he's done a lot okay. of things. He does sound wave. He did Doctor Claw. So, oh man, that's, yeah. that's a pretty that's a pretty wide range. That he's dude has he's been that's pretty cool. One of the biggest um, uh, workers for years. Very professional. Nice. Very, very good. Yeah. So, and, you, know, you have this whole scene where they're kind of introducing all the all the usual suspects. You have Megatron there, who's you know he has this asserting dominance voice. Starscream is basically telling like one day I'm like I'm going to roll this. He's like, no, you're not going to. <laughs> And, all right, come on, come on, buddy. Which, whatever, man. And uh, so, yeah, you get your first glimpses of everyone. Um, you have Soundwave there, Megatron. I'm trying to go over my notes as uh, I'm not looking at the screen in the moment. But you also uh, there's a, uh, that per- a purple dude hanging out in the tower. Oh, Shockwave! Uh, Shockwave! Yeah, Shockwave, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. also um, one of the cooler characters. I they um, he was in charge of the uh, Decepticons and the comics for a while. Um, and here he's pretty much in this incarnation of him, he's, he's, he's loyal as hell. So yeah, you have that, but you also, in the previous scene, you had sort of uh, your, you're going over some of the early uh, Autobots being, you know, jazz, you have Trailbreaker, Prowl, Optimus Prime, uh, Trailbreaker. And I think I already said him. So um, yeah, you have, you have a, uh, you're kind of getting your, your idea of your opening toy line here, your 1984 toy line, your main characters, which gets, yeah, you know, more um, expansive as we go into to later parts of the episode. Uh, it really goes pretty much right into um, Starscream being why he's a better commander, all the way over to the bridge of the Ark, which I think they they called the Autobot ship at this point. It wasn't called the Ark until later. I think they did just call it the ship. Yeah, they um, called it. There was there was no Decepticon warship name. There's no Autobot warship name, but it was um, it was yeah, the Autobot ship. They uh, they did. Oh yeah, yeah. We got a, we've been at twenty left, but we should probably, we should probably yeah. restart. Okay, so yeah, they uh, they have the arc. Um, really, I mean, the arc is not called that at first. We're, like, we were discussing, and uh, it's just the auto ship, the Septicon ship. Later on, they're named in the in the uh, comics and the different ser- series and whatnot. So 
we're getting on the automatic ship, getting ready to go. And then the Septicons secretly, they've known the whole time that they've been building this automatic ship. So they built their Decepticon ship, which, you know, dome opens up in both their perspective bases. Yeah, just literally right next to it. Yeah, like, oh, hey, it's like, guy. it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, like, here's your, your arch enemies thing is right next to yeah. where yours is. It was pretty, it, it was pretty funny. And I don't know if it way, was like a, yeah, I don't know if it was like a weird, like, uh, perspective thing, but it was, you know, like, you see the, you see the arc blast off and then, like, here comes this giant purple ship. Like, yeah. Like, and right. Apparently, like, right they have no it. idea what's happening. They don't even realize it's happening behind them. No, not at all. Um, so, somebody somebody should have known the other guy was you would think as we're building a, a giant <laughs> spaceship. Um, so yeah, they blast off and they immediately get in a fight. I mean, it is like in, in, two asteroids collide in front of them, and um, uh, Autobots get hurt, and one dude is I'm leaking lubricant. He's got like he's got like oil. He's got like oil coming out of his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaking lubricant. Yeah, uh, yeah which it's, was it's funny. Green also, which is not, not doesn't look healthy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, they're uh, Optimus... uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, no, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, they're they're shooting through the asteroid field that they're in, and uh, the Septicons pull right behind them. Like, hey, by the way, there's such shit behind you guys. They've been there the whole time. You had no idea. The whole yeah, the whole time. And then uh, Optimus Prime tells somebody to man the laser guns. Like, how do you yeah. know what a man? How do you know what a man is to tell them to man the laser guns? Sweat. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, after they they clear their way through the uh, Decepticons, um, they realize that the Decepticons are there. They uh, they can't shoot again because apparently they only have one shot with the giant laser gun. And, it's uh, only faces forward. Only yeah. faces forward to clear yeah. the asteroid. It's, uh, it's classic no broadside. There, no broadsides. <laughs> but there is kind of a broadside in the terms that uh, Decepticons pull up with the umbilical on the side. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't an umbilical. You know what that that was the most invincible eighties sci-fi weapon of all time, dude. They had the tractor beam. Well, they had it, yeah. They did tractor they had beam the tractor, they had the tractor beam. You can't they get away tra- from the tractor yeah. beam, yeah. I know, yeah, exactly. Tractor beams were terrifying in the eighties <laughs> sci-fi, man. Um so but then they put the umbilical across to them and then they board. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's there's this I remember last time we were talking about this. There was this whole like it was like fisticuffs. There was like throwing each other. They're they're pulling wrestling moves out in the middle of the. Oh, uh, dude! Of the dude, ship. Somebody, yeah, somebody drop kicks Soundwave, and then <laughs> but then Soundwave body slams him. Yeah, and the, dude, this is a like a pier six brawl. Like, and Soundwave is in the middle of all of it, and <laughs> he's just like a communications guy. You know, basically, yeah. it's like radar from Mash going in and like getting into like a full like pier six brawl with all these people. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. Like, uh, like it would have been like if like Breaker from GI Joe was just like storming into like like a like the the terror drone and was just like mowing down guys. I love this so much. I, I know. I, I, was, I, I was so, I was so <laughs> professional I was so, wrestling. I was so into, right there, man. I was so into it. Sally, Sally was so awesome in this. Um, I remember last yeah, time we, just, when we were talking about this, you're like, why would they be doing this, man? Like, obviously they have no shielding or armor because apparently no. armor and shielding doesn't matter here. So they're not going to shoot to the side of the ship, man. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Because these dudes are all packing laser guns, and yeah, um, and, and, uh, but, and yeah, no, no, these guys are just these guys are just like robots brawling with each other, which is this fantastic. is great. I, 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 yeah, I, I love that, that. I love that fight. The Autobots just look like chumps, and and well, yeah. Soundwave just deserved a belt for that man. He, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. he, fought, he fought off three guys at once, dude. This is so awesome. <laughs> I'm I'm totally like I like I'm I'm 
like, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm totally a fan of the bad guys in this so far. I'm, uh, I I I love these guys, and so yeah, yeah robot so, voice. And, yeah, yeah. You have uh, you have one of the. I will say it is a Transformers trope, or caught in the gravitational fields or the G forces. What are we gonna do? And they crash. Same thing happens during Beast Wars. Exact same thing. Um, so yeah, they they crash in the planet. And I love it. They crash into the side of them like a mountain, and which yes. turns out to be a volcano. Four million years later. Four million years later. So um, can I also can I also point out that yeah. they they were flying through space for about ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really there's, no, there's no passage of time <laughs> to pick yeah, it. There, the time is is really 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 um, <gasps> um, sketchy there. Yeah, for in four million years, and no one found nobody found this thing. Like, well, you know, honestly. Like, uh, and there's a lot of uh, I kind of I kind of bridge a few things together here. First of all, the art the automat ship crashed into the mountain. It was covered by the the rocks and whatnot until the mm-hmm. eruption. Now the eruption, I love this man because this is what happens when you uh, you uh, marry someone from Oregon. Uh, so the eruption and this happened approximately 1984 when the show came out. Okay. Um, Mount okay, it's, it's called Mount Saint Hillary, the mountain. Okay. Mount St. Helens blew up 1980. Rather, yeah, rather say, yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, Washington State. Um, then you have, you know, the whole area where they where they are later in this in this first season and other little adventures. It looks just like Eastern Oregon. It looks east of the Cascades. They put it there in the Cascades. If you look, uh, if you go all that area, man, there's all there's rivers. There's uh, there's tall, you know, pines and. Um, cedars and whatnot it, it looks okay. like eastern oregon so yeah and that like talking about, I, I pulled my wife in here i said does that look like uh eastern oregon she goes yeah it, it, it is eastern oregon i said so oh. it's not a, not a coincidence she's like no no that is oh. eastern oregon man so okay let's get wait, we gotta gotta keep it topical man you got yeah, volcanoes we've got energy crisis uh so, yeah, there we go we, have the top, we got, we got the, the olympics in here anywhere or um like 84 what else is going on in 84 Man, come on. Bruce Springsteen? I wish. Prince? No. We got, we got no. a Prince appearance? Oh, man, we there? have great, we have great, um, um, was it, I guess it'd be like the random 80s rock, um, a disco club music in this, just like they did in G.I. Joe, man. Same music. It's fantastic. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. Some cold so Slither we, in there. <laughs> a little Cold Slither. <laughs> so Telegram 1, uh, one thing eruption goes off, wakes up and sends out Sky Spy, a little uh, satellite, and, you know. This, this dude. This yeah. dude is a trooper, man. This dude says his job twice every time he does it. <laughs> explore, like, explore. This dude is ju- repair, this dude. Repair. Everything he does, he has to say it two times. So you know, know yeah. he's, ser- he's serious about it. Yeah, man. I, that's why I know it. I quoted explore, explore, repair, repair. Yep. So uh, now, note the funny thing about it is um, people say, well, why didn't they like, you know, take people and we can look like people? Well, they actually went into this in the comic more that they come from a, a planet of, you know, big robots and metal things. And so the computer doesn't know that people are the dominant race. So it goes over what it considers the dominant race, big vehicles, big oh, okay. kind of metal constructs. So that's why you would scan these things like, hey, we'll look like this. So that's one of the things that they didn't ever really go into. We, uh, we, we were, man, they were like seven, eight, nine years old. We didn't care. That didn't so, even dawn on even yeah. even now that didn't even really dawn on me. That's, that's um, why I just figured the, it was just like, hey, we're looking for machines. Um, yeah, dominant life form. Um, so yeah, it, so. Ma- it makes sense. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Skywarp is the first one to come up. 
and he starts pulling all the other guns in there. And it's, it's funny that the Decepticons are the ones that are actually repaired first. It doesn't differentiate. He's just trying to repair who's, whoever's there. Mm-hmm. They get up. They're like, hey, great. We're done. Let's leave. Let's leave them to, you know, to sit in this ship in the middle inside this volcano for however long. And so what happens, right? We get, out, get out there. Starscream turns around and shoots a few shots at him. He just wants yep. to, give, to give a parting shot and starts it all up for the Autobots. This dude is the worst henchman. Yeah, he, he he's just an—he's an open revolt. He's—he's he's openly criticizing his boss. Man, this guy would be fired in any other evil organization. That's the um, thing, man. Is, just, Lex Luthor, is Lex Luthor going to put up with that? No, no, no. He, no, you're going to be gone. You're out of the Legion of Doom if you—if you do this. If <laughs> you know, like, if, I mean, even with this green and purple suit, no. Yeah, I mean, like, if uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, any, any other <laughs> bad guy group, you know? Uh, I mean, yeah. if uh, I don't know, if, like, I mean, I, f- I feel like. Destro got a little insubordinate occasionally. Oh yeah, not, man. Not, not like a, not like this. Not like Destro this. Destro supplied though. arms, man. He was the he was the he arms was the dealer. arms dealer. Come but, on, you know, like Zartan didn't do this. Not <laughs> not like not like this. No. You know, like he had um, his uses also. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I, I love I love Zartan by the way. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, they uh, they fly off. They're going to do the thing. They they decide to go and they found a place in the desert. They're going to make this. Their Dude, new base. The the quote is, <laughs> I had to quote this because I I had to pause it and laugh at this. <laughs> Those rocks will serve as our base of operation. What? <laughs> those rocks those rocks i like those <laughs> those rocks so and megatron starts barking orders out to everybody yeah. telling people to start doing stuff and he tells starscream to go build some stuff and so starscream whines about it and he's like well, what am i gonna do for materials and megatron just tells him to deal with it <laughs> deal with it and dude this guy is the worst boss like no wonder they can't win anything because they're, they're just uh dude Terrible plans all around. He, all he sends all off uh, Rumble and Soundwave to help him out. And yeah. uh, they go find this random energy station, um, you know, power station in the in the, uh, in the desert, out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, yeah, we actually see Rumble use his, his, um, his I guess, Battery go-to. Thing. Yeah, one well, of no, those uh, yeah, power drivers. Power drivers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the thing he always yeah, uses. He goes up for those first. Yeah. So he starts, you know, hitting those, and yeah, he kind of cuts away. They're, they're destroying the whole you know, power station, and you know, at that point, I think they uh, they send they send Hound and uh, Cliff Jumper out from the Autobot base, or uh, the ship. Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, I think that's right. And, yeah. and before that, though, uh, there's three little dudes that turn into a camera. Oh, reflector! Yeah, there's three guys turn into one camera. Yeah, they, man. Get, they get tiny when they do that, and that that's that's another thing that are you, that are you a, really getting bothered kid, by that scale now? As a kid, yeah, that that goes back to the scale. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, yeah, because th- they're like the same size as Soundwave, I think, and yeah, almost the same size. And then, but when they transform, they're like three. It's three guys turn into into this one camera that's like yeah. big enough for him to hold in his hand. Yeah, Where's Thundercracker is there with them. Um, he's Thunder, uh, Thunder huge. You can see, and apparently, it's also a Polaroid. It's a there are Transformers that turn into a little camera, and they turn to a Polaroid because they it printed out on the out. spot. Didn't it? Yeah, yeah right the, there, yeah. man. Yeah. No, it, 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 that makes sense. Where that paper? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Who made that I paper? Know. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand their, their biology, man. They're they're robots. I don't know. They they produce paper. Subpar science fiction, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, for, uh, no, for for real. Um, that uh, th- the camera thing actually is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I-, I vaguely remember that toy when I was a kid. I don't think I ever. I, I know I didn't have it, but I think the it was a mail away man. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a mail away. It's hard as hell to get. That seemed like one of those weirdo like Japanese toys that Microman. Uh, um, yeah, it, so it, it seems like 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 weirdo stuff you would yeah. see in that, and and which is which is which is up my alley. So I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, no, that's the thing. I know you you love old seventies Japanese robot toys. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind oh, of yeah. your, your your thing, man. It is. Um, I'll tell you what else is my thing. Also, is this robot Panther with jets ravage tips? Yeah, uh, this guy, this guy is this guy's super cool, and he's all over the place knocking <laughs> guys down. These these poor schlub construction workers. Oh man, I love that. Ro- these guys robot show Panther. up. These guys show up in the middle of the desert. What happened here? <laughs> and this guy thing shows up, and they basically chases them back in their in their truck, and they leave. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not paid enough for this. <laughs> Dude, that's a union mandate, man. You don't, you don't fight. <laughs> I don't fight. I don't have a. My union papers don't say you have to fight robot panthers. We got to go, oh, man. Yeah, no, I said this is my break. I'm not fighting robot <laughs> panthers. Good for them, man. Good for yeah, them. No, the no workers' joke. rights going on. I wouldn't fight a robot panther either. Um, <laughs> it's not my rider. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, um, it's one of the funniest things. Like there are people who mention transformer stuff over the years who always call it a dog. I'm like, there's no way that's a dog. No way. That's clearly Anyways, some sort of it's a, a panther. Sort of a some sort of a cat. It's a cat. A panther, man, I like, I it moves. That always bothered me, man. Like I nerd them shows there. Uh, so yeah, it, you have um, you have uh, actually the funny thing is this is where Starscream does it again. He go, looks over at Rumble. He goes, you know, one day I'm going to be in charge. <laughs> and Rumble looks at him. He's like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> you can't do that. Man, Nick John's all oh. powerful. I, I love it. He like Rumble looks at him like, are you an idiot? <laughs> oh man. It was so, it was so good. Like yeah, you're getting yeah you're getting one up by the robot panther with jets <laughs> on his butt. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I I love that. Um, yeah. I, I think the next scene is uh, a bunch of the Autobots are, are getting ready to go to this uh, to this battle, and oh, uh, they all say they all say their names. And they yeah. all transform. Everyone well, says this is where it kicked into full blown toy ad mode and oh yeah man nine-year-old me would have been absolutely on like like you got the hooks in me like oh my god look at these guys there's a porsche there's a uh there's a a 280zx there's a a jeep there's all my favorite cars right there so uh yeah well there before that there there is um hound and cliff jumper go and they're going to scout see what's going on with the septicons they find them and they're building a base and cliff jumper pulls out this bazooka from somewhere he gets up there and lines up and uh, fires. Even the hounds like, don't shoot him. Still mm. fires a shot off, misses uh, Megatron. Now the Decepticons know that the Autobots are there and they're awake. So it kind of ruined the element of surprise. So, uh, and Hound and him go um, try to escape from uh, Laserbeak, who's coming after them, the you know robot Tate Bird. And uh, they split. Uh, one of the cannons goes one way, the you know, Laserbeak goes the other way. And uh, Cliff Jumper apparently exudes corrosive gas out of his uh, car and blows up the cannon. Laserbeak shooting after a Hound knocks Hound off the cliffside, and I guess he's he's happy that Hound's dead, so he flies back. And uh, they have this little scene where uh, Cliff Jumper has to go back and get everyone and say, "Hey, look, I, I screwed up. Um, Hound's you know down this ravine." They pull out this one this one character named Holler. That never shows up again. 
Hauler. Hauler. I, I, Hauler. I, okay. It's like a green um, crane truck. Oh. Never yeah. shows up again. But uh, anyways, it's kind of one of those little interesting notes. Like you can tell they're still trying to work things out. But yeah, before that, you know, you, you get to the point where um, they're they're realizing they can they can take all this energy from the Earth, and uh, they they apparently put out you know that's where you first see Sally put out you know cubes out of his chest. They filled with crude oil. Apparently, if you smash three cubes of crude oil together, that makes energon. So once again, he, again, Soundwave, the MVP of this episode. Yeah, man, he's, he's the, he can, he can he make is the utility guy. Dude, he can make laser crates out of his chest, <laughs> man, out of, out of out of a tape deck. How cool yeah. is this? How cool is this guy? I love him. So yeah, um, but yeah, like you were saying before, though, you know, you have your uh, your roll call: Prowl, Cliff Jumper, Trailbreaker, yeah. Wheeljack. Who looks giddy, man? He's like, he's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he transforms into like a. Well, I don't know what he was. Um, what was he? Uh, I, I don't. I, I think there was some sort of a uh, like a race car. I think. Well, yeah. That, well, that was uh, Mirage. Car. Also, Mirage was oh, a Mirage, uh, Formula okay. One. Um, Wheeljack was a. Uh, I have to look at the actual model name. Little older style. I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. Race car. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I do remember though uh, when I was in like fifth grade, uh, my friend had that toy. Like I, did, I, I remember him because of it. He has that weird head with that. Oh yeah, that has big ears on the side mm-hmm. of him. But um, it blows me. So he, yeah, so he had that, and um, I had we had this teacher that. Uh, would take your toys away if you had toys in class oh yeah and um but she had this policy where if uh, at the end of the year you could buy them back for a dollar each so like i remember at the end of the year everyone like she had just taken up like tons and tons of like gi joe figures and transformers and he-man figures and like kids would like bring in money (laughs) they were just gonna buy these other kids toys back from her she's going to uh, she's going to brunch that weekend man margarita's Probably so. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she was awful, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, it's yeah. Taco I remember, Tuesday, baby. I, I, I remember really wanting to uh, wanting to buy uh, buy toys from her at the end of the year, but uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't think I don't think that I think she ended up just. I think that was like the the cover story. I think she would just oh, yeah. back to to whoever, but it was still probably like, just so you don't do it. it. Was, yeah, it was still like like oh man, I'm gonna snipe every one of those. <laughs> I'm gonna snipe every one of those. Like I hope somebody brought an X-wing fighter in because uh, oh. like I need another, another yeah. X-wing fighter. Then we all. Uh, um, so yeah, we go into Iron High, who's basically a uh, an old conversion van, which is fantastic. Mirage, Sunstreaker, Sideswipe, and the thing I love is Jazz over there. Autobots, start your engines! Like they have engines, like they have internal combustion engines or like, something. Or have, should they have been running the whole time? Yeah, you think they're, right? They're turned. They're turned on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So they drive, uh, away, know, they drive. They drive away here, right? But yeah, they, they do. Where they're going, and what about what do they do then? Um, transform into robots. They fly. For that episode, that's they it. Transform into robots and fly. Keep that. Let, yeah, let, let's let's keep that. Keep it on the table. Yeah, it's gonna so, come, come up in a minute. Yeah, so I love it that the uh, the Septicons show up at this oil platform. Once again, we're talking who, who about al- who also who also flew there in robot oh, yeah. form. Oh so, sure. So what was the point of transforming into a, into a jet? Yeah, uh, because it's cool. Is Ro- robots it's cool. in disguise, man? But they're not in disguise. They're they're like we'll we'll have to get back to this too. But yeah, why that, they're not in disguise because they're flying around as giant robots. Well, like, yeah. Oh, well, man, that, oh but, Jesus! There comes giant robots. And you're like, like oh, uh, they're cool. That guy's a jet. Also, so. <laughs> I know his markings. He's fine. <laughs> right now, he's good. Um, oh, that's not an American jet. No, no, they're fine. Trust me. No, 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 no yeah, uh, yeah, they're. 
Yeah. <laughs> so they show up this oil platform, which is fantastic. Also, you have a bunch of oil uh, oil workers. Uh, the uh, ones we meet are going to be Spark Plug and Spike. Spike is his uh, fourteen to fifteen year old son. Which, Why is he on that oil? Why is he on that oil platform? We got any OSHA regulations in here? Dude, Reagan's Child America. labor laws. Reagan's, Reagan's America. Reagan's America. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find. Oh, there's this it. line I got to find that uh, we got from. They had the uh, the 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 I don't know the Bible for the for the show online, and I found this uh, quote that explains what. Here we go. Spike Witwicky is a 14-year-old boy who, like most boys his age, has big dreams about almost everything. Unfortunately, his lofty ambitions do not coincide with his father's more practical hopes for a son. Spike has no great interest in mechanics and no natural inclination for learning how things work. He'd rather know why they work. He is an artist's heart, and he relates better with the Autobots' personalities than his father ever will. Spike has great respect for Optimus Prime, and he shares the Autobots' intense hatred for the Decepticons because he understands their purpose and ideals more than he, uh, more than he admires their powers and abilities. So Spike has the heart of an artist, but his dad has drug him out onto the oil platform to work with him and I guess learn his, his trade of being a roughneck. Man, that um, is a that is a serious dad. If you're right, I got a 14 year old off to work on an oil platform. And you know what goes on on oil platforms, man. Mm, some rough well, men out there. Uh, yeah, roughnecks, <laughs> man. Roughnecks. There's a rough, some roughnecks. There's so, a roughneck, uh, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he's on there with his dad, and uh, stuff kind of show up, and uh, <laughs> I love it. The best thing is, all the oil workers start hauling, throwing wrenches and stuff at them, and uh, just over and over throwing wrenches, throwing. Uh, whatever they can find on the ground. And, uh, you know, they're the stuff guys are like, what's going on here, man. And, uh, they go and, you know, start, you know, I think one of them, I can't remember what they do. They brush their hand aside and uh, knock a, uh, on those tubings that they use for, for the drills, knocks them all off the oil platform. Right. And, uh, then you have another scene where rumble is, uh, the same size as spark plug. So spikes dad shows up and starts fighting with them. And, uh, I guess uh, Rumble backhands uh, Spike across the uh, wild platform, knocks him almost into the water. <laughs> Sparkplug does a double kick off the wall, kicks him <laughs> over. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Man, he's great. That's right. So they, uh, um, jumps there were the a lot after him. There were a lot of wrenches, though. You're there. There Dude, were a like like like. Flinging. Let's put our tools. Let's put our tools back where they go, man. Like uh, flinging. It was fantastic. Oh. So uh, this is all happening, and uh, the Autobots show up. The flying, fly in. They are they fly flying. In. They, they fly. They, they all fly in. There's a flying transformed Peterbilt coming yeah, in man. with um, no trailer, just him by himself. Yeah, where's the yeah, trailer? Man, that's um, always that's always a debate. So and, yeah, they uh, they show up, and it, a brawl ensues. Mm-hmm. They're they're fighting each other with iron rods. They're fighting each other, each other with like rebar. Man, you know it's everywhere. It's, Man, it's, 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 it's a replay of the, of the of the ship battle where yeah. everybody's armed with lasers and cannons. But when they're but when they get down to it, man, these dudes are just. I don't <laughs> think these guys know how to fight. Is the thing I don't. I think they're bad at combat all yeah. around. Every every one of them to a man. 
Man, I don't know. I like seeing see robots beat the heck out of each other. So uh, then we also have actually Huffer, who is a uh, also a uh, semi. He's a is a minibot, one of the smaller ones. He shows up there at the old platform. Didn't even get to say his name at the uh, at the base. Oh, that's anyways, up. I know, right? So they show up there and they're they're beating up each other. Megatron eventually takes all the Decepticons' leaves and says, "You know, what does it say? Have a nice swim!" And like shoots the oil platform. Uh, um, <laughs> it falls. It, it, it falls apart. Yeah, destroys the oil platform. Then he says, right. "Here's something to keep you warm." <laughs> <laughs> he fires on the crude reserve tanks. Egg, they go up, start burning all around them, and uh, you know the uh, of course there's there's people in the water. And um, they're all kind of waiting. I, I love it. All the Autobots are waiting in the water because they're obviously they're light enough to you know to tread water. They're buoyant. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure they are. And uh, the, he hears um, Optimus Prime hears two. Actually, I think he hears yeah Spike and Sparkle like, yelling for help. There's this kind of um, I don't know. It looks like a part of a tower, like a cross okay. thing of um, like a crane, like a, some kind of like yeah. cage, cage looking thing has them has these guys trapped. Um, yeah, and so he, he says help. You know, what are they going to do? So he tries to lift. Apparently, Optimus Prime can't lift a, a crane and be buoyant at the same time. He's like, I, I can't do it. So he reaches, come out of there. You know, it helps him out. Well, like, that makes that makes sense because he doesn't have anything to stand on, you know, and that's uh, th- that was one thing that I was like, oh, that's 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 sound. That's a sound. That's where you uh, you're OK with the physics. OK. Yeah, All right. it's fine. Yeah, because he, he's, yeah, he's, he's in the water. He's like, you ever tried to. You ever, try, you ever been like overhead water trying to pick somebody up? No, you just sink down. Yeah, at least sense. I'm it actually at least I am actually buoyant to a point. Well, that, but that's also true. But yeah. then again, why didn't he just fly out? Why didn't he just fly up and pull the thing? Because suddenly because they, they can't forgot, fly anymore. They forgot how to fly. <laughs> they, Every one of these guys <laughs> forgot. Maybe they got wet and that's they all ruined it for him. Who knows? Uh, so that's actually uh, he helps him out, and that's where the episode ends. And it it's, has one of those next time on you know more than MCI part two. And some it got some cool action scenes to tantalize you into watching yeah. the next episode. Well, um, of course, yeah. Um, so overall, um, lo- looking at it from my two points of view here, um, my my kid point of view, everything was cool. Um, the, the only things that that uh, that were not cool to my kid point of view were the the scale issues where guys were were different were you know kept turning into different sizes and um you know like uh at that opening scene a bumblebee like or the the one car turns into like a like a minivan like a hover minivan and uh bumblebee transforms into a robot and like sits inside of him yeah like it like it is and i'm like on the same to the same size Eh, this is annoying um that there was that um that that's really the only from the kid point of view that's the only real thing because I, like i said I, I was a sucker for that kind of stuff when i was a kid it, it annoyed me when things didn't you know you know weren't the the same thing like the you know weren't guys didn't fit in the same thing like they should have like the uh battlestar galactica figures where you know you had oh yeah you had geosized figures but then the ships were small and you had they came with a tiny figure and uh and that that annoyed me more than than not having the missile to shoot down my throat um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Galactica totally ruined it all for all of us. It ruined it. Ruined it. Yeah, you get away. Took away both. Yep. See, I I I couldn't shoot that down my throat either. I almost just wanted to shoot all the missiles down my throat. But you know, a kid me, you know, a kid me would, you know, 
should have liked this a lot more th th than I did because it, mm -hmm. it has all the elements of things that I like, which are uh, you know repurposed Japanese robots, uh, mm -hmm. things that transform into other things, um, uh, space lasers, um, every, everything that everything I liked. And I don't know why it didn't click with me. Um, so what was this? This came out in '84, so I would have been I would have been nine. So nine-year-old Ed gives this about a four energon cubes out of out of five four four uh, fluorescent light tube in, uh, energon sticks out of out of five. <laughs> um, a, a, adult me uh, looks at this and um, uh, maybe maybe because I am older now and I'm more mellow and I'm just I can just be like oh this is. I can just appreciate things for what they are. Um, I, 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 I like it. Uh, I, I think if I just cold watch this now, um, I probably, I don't know if I would necessarily keep watching it, but it was, uh, it, it was cool. And, um, it, it and I, I, as a kid, it, it made my nine year old self really want to buy a lot of these toys. It makes mm -hmm. my 40 something year old self really want to go find a sound wave like right now. And um, and just have a, like a bazillion little cassette tapes all over my desk. Um, so uh, yeah, um, adult me, uh, uh, three micro cassettes out of five. I would I would say. Oh, um, yes, that's it, just it, fair. It, it, it was it was fun. I, I think this was a, a worthwhile yeah. thing. Um, I, I do think there that nostalgia does contribute to this quite a bit. Um, but, uh, but, but it, it was fun. I, I had a good time watching it. It's definitely worth the, uh, worth the watch. So how about you? How about yeah. you? What's, what's so, what's your... uh, yeah, it's funny because all these things I've, I've rewatched it now with new eyes. Um, I've learned things that, um, that I didn't think I would actually pick up on that. I have now like, like location now. Um, also I'll say uh, the, uh, how, you know, the, the, current news cycle things that are going on at that point. Lots, lots of things that I didn't pick up on then I wouldn't have. Um, I think I can enjoy now with a fresh set of eyes. And I'll, I'll tell you, man, I, as fan, much of a fan of the show as I am, I have not gone back and rewatched a lot of it until recently. I, I started watching a few things here and there, and a lot of it holds up really well. Um, I think, like you, I appreciate those, uh, those I don't know, those... Um, this yes album cover sci-fi landscape <laughs> looking things. They're so cool, man. I, I remember this sorts of things on like, I, I've got some Asimov books that the covers have these, this painted. Uh, they're like, like watercolor painted, like futuristic buildings in the background. So I think that's why I, I always wanted to see more of Cybertron, which, you know, we will at one point. Oh, is that a, is that a thing down the road? Like Down the road. Yeah. There's yeah, lots okay. of going back and forth, which is also a lot of fun, but so, yeah, I mean, honestly, nostalgia is huge because uh, for me, this makes me remember. It puts me in a place where I remember how the, how the world was, what my life is more like. Um, I kind of puts me in a different like a current affairs sort of aspect. So and that way, nostalgia can be a trap because this wouldn't work. Like, you know, if you put it out now that those sorts of current events don't really play as much. Um, so, yeah, nostalgia is important for this, but I don't think it's a trap. I could enjoy it. Um, same way I've like been able to pick up on other shows that are not from you know this current era and watch them. I'm like okay, I get that. No, I, I don't. I don't think that it's a necessarily just a complete nostalgia trap. I think it oh, just, yeah, uh, no. I think that enhances it. Um, I, I don't know if you, that 
you, you know, you could really necessarily show this to a kid now that's nine and they would, you know, get into it like, you know, like, like you did, or like, even like I did to an extent. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, but to be honest, um, out of all of the, you know, the older eighties cartoons that I've revisited lately, this one, this actually was a lot better than, um, uh, they, even than GI Joe, cause uh, GI Joe, I feel like didn't age terribly well. And yeah. uh, it's, it, it is light years better than uh, Voltron, which uh, Voltron, I, I wish I would have just <laughs> left in the, in, in the, the bins of memory. Cause that, yeah. was, that was a show that I absolutely adored when I was, uh, like 11 or 12 and uh mm-hmm. you know watching reruns of that it's it, like this is it's this is unwatchable garbage yeah it's it's yeah, yeah. I, I can't I, I can't even finish an episode of it it's so bad well, um, we were we were talking about recently like robotech some of those episodes are slow yeah um and, the ones and, that are not are great are, are yeah are great yeah exactly um i i think that might be a a, a topic to delve into yeah a little more down the line i, I, I think robotech so, is uh, something that i've been watching it lately and i think that's a, a show that uh definitely i i think deserves a second uh, you know a yeah you know, we, a we, fresh look and um, we were we were talking about this wanting to do that as well so we i actually it'd be good for me because i i was not as much a robotech fan as like say you know you are i liked it i enjoyed it a lot of things about it are really cool but i just was never that much into it so we're kind of flipped on that one, but uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I still enjoy the show. I think there's a lot of re- good redeeming things with it. Uh, there's a lot to uh, really love about it, but it's also a, it's a product of the time, really. So, I mean, oh man, um, I'm, I'm gonna give it four out of five Optimus Prime missing trailers. <laughs> what about that little rover that came out of the back of the rover? Trailer? Yeah, it came with that. You, rover, yeah, yeah, you have that was that a cool with, toy. Uh, that was yeah, a cool toy. it comes with the trailer, um, man. You can hook the yeah. trailer onto it. So uh, yeah, so I think this is uh, no, I think this is a good start. I had a uh, again, I I consider watching this time well spent, and yeah. uh, we'll we'll pick back up for uh, for more than meets the eye episode part two, two next time, part sounds, two next time. So, sounds awesome, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, Ed, um, it's always a pleasure, man. We've known each other for like how same. long now? Couple, couple oh, decades. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. More than that, twenty-five so, yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, if I could, we'll uh, we'll end it with a quote. There's a thin line between being a hero and being a memory. I like it. O- Optimus, Optimus Prime. Very nice. So, I like all it. All right. All right. Until next time. Later on, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, this has been more than meets these guys. Episode one. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>